Welcome to Howden's new podcast, Fortune Favours the Brave. We all take risks in our everyday life and business is no different. In this podcast, we're speaking to the experts about a topical challenge or issue and what business leaders can do to overcome it. Hello and welcome to Fortune Favours the Brave. My name is Alice Weaver and I'm an Associate Director here at Howden. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Susan Langley, OBE, to talk about the subject of overcoming obstacles and building resilience at work and in your home life. If you work in the financial sector or within the City of London, you may well have heard of Susan. Susan has over 30 years of executive business, financial and professional services experience, holding numerous senior roles at the likes of Gallagher UK, UCAR, the Home Office, Department of International Trade, Lloyds of London, Hiscox Group, to name just a few. And she is also the Alderwoman for the City of London, Orgate Ward. Wow, Susan, what an impressive CV you have. And I'm so pleased to welcome you today to Fortune Favours the Brave. Thank you. So, as you know, we ask every guest on this podcast the same question, which is, can you tell us about a risk that you have taken and whether or not it has paid off? So this could be something significant that's happened in your lifetime or something as trivial as hitting snooze on your alarm clock this morning. Thanks, Alice. Well, let me think. Um, I'd probably choose when I left university because all of my friends were getting jobs and telling me that I should too, but I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I took a summer job in Cardiff. I saved up and I bought a one-way ticket to Australia. Um, I hadn't travelled much and I just really wanted to see more of the world. Uh, I loved it so much that I ended up travelling for a year and a half through a lot of different countries. And I have to say, I met so many amazing people. So did it pay off? Um, I think so, as it made me much more open to different approaches, to different ways of doing things. And most importantly, it really taught me to be independent and resilient. And I think that stood me in really good stead in my career. Wow, that sounds like an absolutely fabulous trip, a year and a half away. (laughs) Brilliant. That's a great answer. So you mentioned there about resilience and um, we were particularly keen to invite you to be a guest today as you have spoken a lot in the past about your experiences around resilience and social mobility. Um, And we thought this would be particularly relevant for people right now as we approach the end of another busy year with the aftermath of the pandemic still lingering, the cost of living crisis and the turbulent political climate in the background, it's safe to say that many will be feeling a little bit bruised and potentially low on resources. Um, So can you please share with us your perspective of resilience and social mobility and and why it's particularly important to you? Thanks, Alice. Well, it's been really important to me, I I think, for over 20 years. So I, I was born in Bow and I remember I had a brilliant childhood. And my dad always told me two things. Firstly, that anything was possible. And secondly, how hard can it be? And I have to say, I didn't realize the impact that had on me until much later, but I grew up believing those two things. And I realize that's not as easy as it sounds in life, but I don't think you can underestimate being given that belief or support, whatever age you are and the impact that has on you. So my school didn't have a sixth form at that time, 
But I liked learning and uh, showing my age, I decided to do A-levels. So the school cleared out the chemistry cupboard, which wasn't quite as Harry Potter as it sounds, because it was quite big and it did have windows and space for a couple of desks. And the teachers taught me in their spare time, um, apart from French, I had to teach myself that out of a book, which is probably why I'm not very good at it. But um, I miraculously passed and they suggested I try for university. Um, and I managed to get a place down in Southampton. So I suppose I've always believed that if you want to do something, then try. Because the worst that can happen is it doesn't work out, and then you can try something else. So I've been very lucky. I've met some great people along the way who have supported me. But I do feel very strongly that we have a duty to help others, especially in these tough times. You know, if they haven't had the same opportunities, life is often just not fair, but it's very hard. So we need to do what we can wherever we can. I think that's a really good point. And you need to be setting up a Harry Potter cupboard or room for someone. <laughs> yeah, if Harry Potter for all. And then what about um, resilience as a topic? I know that's another thing that's particularly important. I think that in spite of the support around you, um, the only person truly responsible for you is you. So if you want to make something happen, you have to try and do something about it. I mean, if I think way back to Australia again, I remember I needed to earn some money. I only had a one-way ticket. Um, but I wanted to do something that would be useful towards a career. And everybody told me I'd never get a proper job. You know, I was traveling, but I thought I could get a proper job. And I remember sitting on a very warm summer day in Brisbane Botanical Gardens under a tree. And I wrote close to 200 letters to companies that sounded like they might employ me. And yes, I got an awful lot of rejections, but I did end up working for a fascinating environmental research company on a research project on wind-driven marine erosion on the Barrier Reef, which was brilliant. So that to me is resilience is just one foot in front of the other and just trying to do something you want to do. And I do think it's also very different to confidence because confidence, I think, can be a bit superficial. But resilience, resilience is from the heart. It's something you feel. It's being prepared to try, try again and again if something doesn't work out. And it's being open to new things. You know, if something sounds interesting, I find myself thinking, well, that's fascinating. Let's explore that. I mean, back to my childhood, how hard can it be? And that's taken me through my career from, you know, management consultant, PwC, CRO Hiscox, market director Lloyd, government, some of the, some of the roles you've mentioned. Um, and now I'm the chair of, you know, a multi-billion pound insurance company. And I would never, ever have imagined that career in a million years back in school. Hasn't been easy. I've had a lot of knockbacks, but that's what resilience is about. You pick yourself up again, you take a breath, and you keep going. That's really good advice. And I guess it's something that you've got in your mind's eye. You're kind of thinking, as those rejection letters are coming in, let's just say you've got that focus, you know, the end goal, I imagine. Or what was it that was kind of keeping you going um, over all of those knockbacks? I think it's just about, it, it's a feeling of kind of inner strength in a way, in that a knockback is a knockback. It's not the end of the world. It's not personal. If something doesn't work out, that doesn't matter. You can't change it. It's just take that deep breath, a step forward and try again. 
That's really good advice. You know, I must not take things so personally. I'm definitely guilty of that. So moving on um, to your position as Alderwoman for the Allgate Ward for the City of London, um, can you just explain for, for us, you know, what that role is? I can. So there's 25 aldermen in the City of London, and that's one for each of the wards. And it's a really ancient role. Uh, one of the early definitions was um, elder man or an official who looked after the interests of an area or specific ward. Um, and I'm the older one <coughs> or a specific ward. And I'm the older woman for Allgate. They also form the pool from which the Lord Mayor is chosen each year. And they are very different to councillors because we are focused on advocating at senior levels on behalf of the businesses in the city, help keep us competitive, bring in the right talent, make sure that the city is a great place to work. And um, I've been in the insurance industry for over 30 years. And Allgate, of course, has a lot of great insurance professional services companies. And it's a fascinating thing to be part of. One thing I particularly like is that one definition of Allgate, of course, is the East Gate to the city. And that leads me right back to my East End roots. That's really lovely. And and I hear you've been nominated for Sheriff next year? Yes, I have. Wonderful. Congratulations. Um, okay. And before we wrap up, please, can you tell us what is the one thing that you would like anyone listening to take away from our conversation today? Can I have two? You can. You can. Um, firstly, I'd say that I think resilience is an underrated attribute. And I'd really encourage everyone to try and develop it. And it's it's really quite simply just about taking a breath and putting one foot in front of the other. And from your heart, if you want to do something, just asking yourself, what's the worst that can happen? And finally, my second one is, is I'm afraid, an ask. Um, I've always believed that you can change the world one person at a time. And I do think we all have a moral duty to help those who haven't been so lucky or haven't had the same advantages or the right support. And I've got a number of brilliant mentorees. But if we all took the time to reach out and offer our help, it can have such a huge positive impact on someone's life and career. So please, my last ask is reach out to someone and help them believe too. Excellent. Thank you so much, Susan. Well, that is all we have time for today. Um, Susan, thank you so much for joining us and all the very best for the future. If you'd like to follow her, you can on LinkedIn. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you via LinkedIn. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fortune Favours the Brave from Howden. To hear more episodes and subscribe to our channel, search Fortune Favours the Brave on your favourite podcast app.